Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Ask the Expert North Texas. I'm Kristen Diaz. I'm David Rankin. It's been the cause for controversy into the search for documents at the former president's home at Mar-a-Lago in Florida. We got to see what the FBI looked for in the search warrant. Now we could possibly get more information about what happened that day last week. Federal judge orders the Justice Department to submit a copy of the information in the affidavit that led to the search but it has to have redactions in it. So we get some clarity from Brian Owsley. He's a law professor at UNT Dallas. He's in the KRLD Zoom room. Brian, thank you as always for the time. Happy to be here. Always can, happy to be here. Can you explain the difference between this piece of paper and the warrant itself? So this piece of paper that's at issue at the hearing today is the affidavit that the FBI agent would have sworn out to establish all the under factual underpinnings that would pr uh, prove that there is probable cause to issue the warrant. It's really part of the warrant. And so what was released, I guess, last week was sort of half a loaf. And now maybe we're going to get uh, a quarter of the loaf because, you know, as you alluded to, part of this that uh, is likely to be released is going to be redacted. What are some of the pros and cons of, of getting this affidavit uh, opened up? Well, I mean, uh, you know, the, the downside is, is that maybe some of the individuals who are being investigated will have uh, more information as to what's being investigated, the approach and things like that. Although, you know, the person who gets the, the warrant doesn't get it redacted, should get the whole thing. So um, Trump and his, his legal team uh, have the full affidavit, they could release it on their own if they were so inclined to do so. Um, and so, so that's, you know, at, at least uh, an advantage and a disadvantage. I mean, from, from our perspective, what happened with Attorney General Merrick Garland last week was rare, right? We, you know, we know that the Department of Justice doesn't typically comment on ongoing investigations, doesn't release the search warrants prior to charges being filed. Um, I mean, this this search warrant could lead to not, no charges being filed. So, you know, uh, that's one reason why historically the Department of Justice doesn't release uh, search warrants or, or move to have them unsealed in advance. So if the former president could just release it himself, this sounds more like a political move as opposed to a, judi a judicial one. A political move by whom? by by the former president in causing news to come out that that um, perhaps he's being railroaded or something like that. You said he's got the affidavit himself. He could release it himself. Yeah, I mean, I think that when we heard from Attorney General Merrick Garland last week, that seemed to be at least pushing him on behalf of the Department of Justice to make a comment. I think this is this is one of those rare circumstances where this is such a matter of public interest. It's such a rarity that a president would have a search warrant served upon him. So, I mean, like, you know, you can understand why, notwithstanding the policy against it, uh, Attorney General Garland, I think, felt he had to in part because there was sort of a lot of uh, feeding frenzy uh, by some some in the media and some politicians 
basically, and I don't know whether they were being accurate or inaccurate or, or whatnot, but, you know, I think at least Attorney General Garland was attempting to sort of correct the record or provide sort of more nuance to what was being said. You know, this is, of course, a opinion, but how much do you think um, this is going to sway away from Trump's base or maybe attract more? You know, I, I, that's probably sort of outside of my uh, area of expertise. I'm not sort of a, a politician. Uh, I can answer the legal ramifications. I mean, like, I don't know. I mean, we're still fighting over the January 6th uh, incident and sort of what happened there uh, and trying to unpack sort of fact from fiction. I think we'll be doing that with this one uh, as well going forward, notwithstanding sort of, you know, whether or not it's pretty straightforward. Brian Owsley is a law professor at UNT Dallas on Ask the Expert. Brian, thank you so much for the time. You're welcome.